Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. The winners are the, the people with the most stories. One of the great things about traveling is the people that you meet. I've slept in bus stations, like yeah. I've slept on people's floors. And it's already on fire, and then there's just a gigantic, huge explosion, like out of a Hollywood movie. It's not right or wrong, it's just different. We hired like 10 Chinese prostitutes to come be our audience. We were kidnapped by nuns in Puerto Rico. <laughs> not a good idea to be high when you're packing. You forget a lot of stuff. I got swine flu. By the time you've lived through it, it's just a good story. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Siegel. My guest today is Christy Stratton. Happy New Year. Happy 2016. I hope you had a great holiday season. Did you do any traveling? I did. I talked about it before I left. I did two weeks on celebrity cruises down in the Caribbean, or maybe you say Caribbean. I talked a little about working the cruise ships, doing comedy on them over Thanksgiving when I uh, did my first week for Celebrity, and the crowds were a little old on Thanksgiving week, but this week, uh, over Christmas, this time was a little younger, a lot more families, of course, because school was out, and uh, their parents were around my age, actually, so when the kids were in bed, the parents came out and watched a little comedy, so that was, that was okay. Shows went a little better, partly because the crowds were younger, but partly I knew what to expect, and I was more accustomed to working these thousand-seat theaters and things like that. So still not my favorite form of travel or performing, but yet, hey, did a couple weeks, met some new friends down in Tortola in the British Virgin Islands, friends of friends that I hope uh, I can go visit again and possibly get on the podcast. Great couple that was uh, living in LA for 30 years. They cashed out and now have a nice life. They got a house in Sonoma up north and they have a house in the Virgin Islands. Not a bad deal. Didn't do any diving like I said I was going to do. I ended up doing some snorkeling in Dominica. Dominica? Still not sure how to say it. Saw some nice waterfalls, took a shore excursion from the ship, and did a little sightseeing. Uh, Dominica. Dominica. One of the more green, lush islands down there. I also went to St. Martin twice, which was not bad, but very touristy because up to you know sometimes four or five ships a day come through that place so as you can imagine a little crowded all the main spots went to san juan puerto rico just old san juan really kind of walked around there and that wasn't so bad went to saint thomas a couple times and my problem with a lot of the caribbean islands is they all tend to kind of look alike and run together after a while to me anyway that's me but i'm starting to think the way to do the caribbean or caribbean is to uh, have rich friends with houses and boats <laughs> who live down there and can take you to the out-of-the-way places where the cruise ships and their crowds don't go. Because it really is a lot of uh, tourists going down there, and it's a double-edged sword for these little islands. They like the money, but uh, it forever changes the island when these ships can unload thousands of people every single day, as you can imagine. But anyway, I'm back in town. I hope you had a great 2015. I'm looking forward to 2016. And before I get to talking with Christy, I want to give the website that is TravelTalesPodcast.com. Go there. You can see our guests. You can see articles written by me. You can see articles written by our guests. Maybe you're hearing this on the live feed brought to you by Art19, who has a great new RSS player that you can stream live on our website. Or if you don't want to listen there, you can click on one of the links to iTunes. And if you go to iTunes, why not give us a good rating, huh? That helps people find the show, which boosts our presence, then helps more people find the show. So please do that. If you're on iTunes, you can listen on Stitcher Radio. There are links, all these links 
are on our website at TravelTalesPodcast.com, which include links to our Facebook page, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow us on all of it, please. If you want to write me, it's TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. That's TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. All right, let's get to my friend Christy Stratton, who is a comedy writer here in L.A. We've known each other for many years. We are two of the rotating four co-hosts of the Rock Solid podcast with Pat Francis. We always have a great time doing that. She's written for a number of TV shows that we'll talk about when you listen. And uh, she has a very successful uh, web series out right now that we will talk about as well. We're going to talk about her native Texas and where she's been around the world. So enjoy my chat with the lovely and charming Christy Stratton. Okay, for people who don't know you, you are a writer. Yes. And what would people know you from, your work? Oh. I guess King of the Hill would probably be the yes. biggest thing. Yes. Um, I wrote The Martian that was released this well year. Well done. <laughs> I'm kidding. You mean the I'm kidding. Golden Globe winning comedy? Yes. I'm kidding. I'm not that. I haven't I'm seen it. That. But it's not a comedy. It's it? not a comedy. It's good. What a it's weird, not a comedy. It is very they... weird. Life's weird. No, uh, King of the Hill, um, I wrote for Raising Hope, Awkward, some other TV shows, wrote a bunch of pilots that didn't get produced, and I also have my web series, yes. Everyone's Crazy no. But Us. Yes. Now, where would people find that, Well, uh, you can go to Funny or Die or YouTube. On Funny or Die, it's backslash crazy, Funny or Die, uh, backslash crazy but us, or just enter and Everyone's Crazy But Us on YouTube, and that's up. It's five episodes. Diedrich Bader, Janet Varney. Very funny. Kate Walsh. I've watched all of them. Oh. I can tell you that. Thank you. So did you... Um, so writing this web series, you just did it. You were trying to pitch it as a show. I was. And, and uh, you got people, tired of people saying no. Yeah. It was kind <laughs> of a really unique because I'm used to people saying no, but I'm used to people saying no after like the pitch kind of, but the pitch crushed. So I was like, I knew I had something and I'm like, I don't want to just sit at home and complain. Wah, wah, poor me. That's so. my method. Am I doing that wrong? <laughs> Should, should I go though. another direction? <laughs> I mean, it's not that I don't enjoy it because I do, but this time I'm like, I'm going to just, um, I don't know, make lemonade and, and did this little thing. These young guys that I met off the internet. Um, that sounds creepy. Uh, yeah, really? Um, no, they are these young guys. One guy that I met because one of my King of the Hills he liked. And so, uh, I knew mm. they did some web series stuff and they helped me out and we shot it in my house in two days and edited it. It edited it in their apartment in um, Silver Lake. And I, like, I just felt like I was 25 again. It was super fun. I'm like, you guys need to take out the trash. Um, uh, but uh, anyway, so that's what that's that. Congratulations. Thank you. That's huge. Well, that's... I mean, it's, it's just me writing a check, really. Yeah, but it's but... fun, but we, we all got into this to create stuff. You yes. Know, cause, and so we have this built-in distribution network. I mean, we're doing yes. this right now, and people are listening all over the world, and that's crazy, right? Yes, I mean, and other than the limitations of, oh, if I had more time and more takes... And money. Right. I, but other than that, it's exactly how I want it. Yes. It's so, I, I, yeah, that was it's kind of cool to do that. So let's get down to uh, you as a person. Yes. A Texan. Yes. We've talked a lot about Texans on this show in okay. Texas. Okay. Give me your take of growing up there, and how did you... Uh, did you always want to leave? 
Uh, or did you, you know you went away to college too? I right? did. I went to University of Florida. Uh, Texas. W- growing up, you're in Fort Worth. Right? Fort Worth. Um, it was interesting. It's such a different time now, but I can remember like being like it's uh, there was a lot of uh, traditions um gosh like the debutante tradition like certain cheerleading cheerleading certain traditions that you wanted or you like you couldn't be a deb unless your parents were in these certain societies or whatever so i knew that wasn't going to be me um <laughs> or the cheerleading which you have to kind of you know be good at cheerleading <laughs> Which was a challenge for me. Um, But there were also like these groups, like the moms would get together. And there was this one, uh, it was like a Sadie Hawkins dance. And it was called Canwick. 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 And now is this an all-Texas thing or like a Fort Worth thing? I don't know. But the, the mothers invited certain girls and then they would have a dance where the girls got to ask the guys. Now I would have loved to have been this in this group because I never got asked to any of the dances. So that would have been really, I right find that alley. hard to believe, but like none of my other friends had divorced parents uh. and like, all I was like the one that might, you know, I was a kid of divorce and it was a little, it was very interesting cause they were all, so there was a lot of that kind of, uh, tradition stuff. And I can remember, uh, like going to the stock show, like you got a day off of school to attend the stock show, meaning livestock. Yes, yes. Really? Yes, they give you a free ticket and a day off of school, and you go look at livestock. And there's a little fair, but I mean, you go look <laughs> at the pigs and stuff. It was any that kind of stuff was certainly part <laughs> they still do of. This? Yeah, the stock wow. show and rodeo. And it's interesting in Fort Worth in particular because you have like um state like these beautiful mo- like a modern art museum that is one city block away from the rodeo arena. Right. So you have like the tradition with the kind of very city ness. Uh since I, like I don't remember there being so many devout religious gun holding people like that wasn't anything that was discussed. See, here's a hard thing and it's just like it, it, Texas has always had a weird dichotomy because then you go to Austin and it's completely different. Oh, totally it's almost different. like you need a little West Berlin wall around it, you know, just right. like kind of. And then there's the rest of Texas, which is an odd. They have this huge. How do you, as someone who left and yes. goes back, as it's got to be. I mean, you live in Hollywood now, Mary, and right, married a Jew. Let's be honest. <laughs> yes, and by the way, worst Texan ever. <laughs> By the way, I only knew two Jewish people in the 18 years I lived there. One in the fourth grade and one in my high school. The so first time I had one was a bagel your was in college. One was your dentist? No, uh, no, these were kids. Mindy Baum. Mindy Baum, uh-huh, sure. And David Greenman in All right. high school. That was wow, it. And then I amazing. hadn't had a bagel until I went to Florida. <laughs> and they're all the, you know, the... Anyway. Uh, well, when I was in Europe this summer, it's so funny because now, I mean, they know... I think there was there was an article that came out. I think it might have been in Norway or something that, like, the slang now for going super crazy is to go Texas. <gasps> that was like a, in Norway. Oh, that's that that's is... kind of this image that it's really sends all over the and everybody watched Dallas in the eighties, you know. So they kind of like it's so it's all big hats to them. And it's so interesting because I'll tell you the friendliest people you will ever meet. Like if you pass by someone in Texas. They will make eye contact and say, you know, howdy or hello. <laughs> howdy. <laughs> but like, they'll tip their 10 gallons. It's, with- it's very, um, 
They they are very friendly, but yeah, this kind of new thing with this, with the, you know, uh, it's interesting because yeah. I just didn't notice it growing up. No one walked in the streets with guns and, and their holster. Like, it makes no us look so bad that. as a country. It really does. It's so silly. I went to a friend's uh, wedding last year and we went to the rehearsal dinner and it was in like the back room of a Mexican food restaurant. And there right. was a guy, it was at, I don't know, 11 in the afternoon with a... With a, you know, open carrying with a gun. And I'm like, I'm so glad my son isn't here with yes. me because that would just be weird. And I'm like, what does he think is going to happen yeah. at, you know, Jotis or whatever? No like, one I wants to invade your double wide trailer. No one. No one. There's no Syrian immigrant coming to take your, ah, uh, drives yeah. me bananas. Drives me bananas. It does me too. And, and, but yet like with Texas history, uh, it's very interesting because you grow up with this sense of, I mean, uh, I don't know if you know much about the Texas, like the revolution. Yes, and stuff. you were your own country. We well, get no, it. No, no, and it because was, they remind us of it. Every, it was, <laughs> no, it was okay. Like Davy Crockett was a, um, a senator in Tennessee, and he failed to get reelected. And at the time, it was like you know everyone go to Texas. Like that's GTT. They would put GTT on their doors and stuff because mm-hmm. that was just the land of you know new beginnings and all of that and. The Alamo and all of that lore is so interesting because it kind of is the the you know the crux of all of Texas pride and and whatnot and it and it is a very interesting story that all of these kind of these ragtag group of people and then of course the the poor people the mission <laughs> the missionaries and stuff that were there at the Alamo yeah. but um that but they not were so like, much about them that's, yeah, that's not they were as like fun. It, it was insurmountable odds they were not going to win they were not going to and they didn't and they didn't they were all <laughs> right. slaughtered all of them um but uh that kind of uh, you know, uh, remember the Alamo that 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 uh, Crockett had a quote. I mean, who knows if it's real, but it was like, and they can all go to hell, and I'm going to Texas, something like that. They, I actually have a hat that has that on it. <laughs> I mean, it's very. Uh, there is something to a spirit of not giving up, and that's good. You know, yeah. that's there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it, sure, it's taken to a, 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 an extreme, but it's, yeah. So why Florida for college, of all places? Well, I'll tell you. I wanted to Different kind style of, of football? Is that what it was? <laughs> I wanted to kind of do my own thing. And a lot of my, like, I'd finally made it in with the cool girls. It took me, you know, 11 years. <laughs> in high school? Oh, finally. Okay. Finally. I, I, I tried out for cheerleading four years before I finally made it. And right. that was only because... There were only um, 13 girls trying out for 12 spots, and there was one girl that was infinitesimally less good at cheerleading than me. (laughs) And so I finally got to be a cheerleader, and all of these girls, they all, I knew there were two big sororities in Texas, and that I knew all my girlfriends were going to pledge, and I knew I wasn't going to get in those those sororities. At University of Texas. Texas. Okay. But you didn't look at any other Texas... It was, I applied it was to Texas. At the time, they basically, I guess if you had a certain GPA, they basically sent you the application filled out and you just kind of signed it. It was like this big. <laughs> um, so I just applied to Texas and Florida and um, 
And but like, everybody was going there. You're like, eh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. like Time I just, I'm, ti- yeah, like let's try to do something where no one knows me, and I could be, you know, that person that I always wanted to be, which is the theme <laughs> of my life. <laughs> but, um, and so, and my father had gone to UF, and I, oh, my well, grandmothers were both in Florida, one in Gainesville, and I had cousins there, and my aunt and uncle, right. and so it was kind of like I had family there, so that was good, and I really didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted. To have the big collegiate experience, like I knew right. that was. Um, they're still both the South, though, and they're still big university well, schools. Nope. But um, stop. Okay. Texas is not the South. Yeah, see, it here is we where go. Where the West begins. Here we go. <laughs> and this is where it starts. Get it? We get it. You're different. Anyway, <laughs> to the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, but there's similarities, but they're not. So, if it, was there any. Culture shock, if there are any going to Florida. A few more Jews. Maybe yes. you meet a few more Jews. Jewish people. and What like, the? Even a Cuban. The, Whoa. The, yes. And they're not Mexicans. Boys, they're Cubans. Those boys could dance. Yeah. And what was great about Florida is you'd go to the frat parties and you would dance. And it wasn't like, <laughs> it was like real, like you were and sweating. it's not gay. It, right. And I don't want to, I mean, you know, It wasn't whatever. a two-step. It was like you would go and dance. And right. these these guys from Miami could dance. Mm-hmm. And it was great. Yeah. Uh, uh, other than that, I don't think that it was too, huh. No, it's not that different. I mean, no, but just a little more, more humidity. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Texas is bad enough, but Florida in the oh. summer, I, ooh, that's brutal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Brutal. Brutal. Oh, and my perms would just oh, frizz up. We're going we're gonna to post some of those photos oh, along boy. with They're this. They're good. They're good. <laughs> so getting to international travel. Yes. So what kind of uh, traveling did your family do growing up? Or was none. It more... None travel. None. Zero. Yeah. We would go to skiing in Colorado. Oh, well, that's enough. Or drive we it? would go to, uh, gosh, where did we drive to? The Alamo. Got to see that. Eagle Pass, Texas, sure. which was on the border of Texas and Mexico. Um, and then in Florida, but we never internationally traveled. What was your first trip overseas? Oh, my gosh. It's so funny because I'm like, gosh, it couldn't have been my China trip. No, maybe. You didn't go to Europe as a... Did you do no. like the big after college backpack around no. the Eurail Pass? with that the... kind of... Like, not only did we not have the money, but I certainly oh, I didn't, didn't either, have but... the like... I can't Gumption. just sleep on the floor with strangers. Oh, no. and... come on. Now, but this perm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I have this kind of... Um, I'm afraid of people. Um, and so I, gosh, I really, it's so funny. I think I've been to Mexico and Canada though. I don't know if that really counts, but I did go to Mexico and Canada and I believe after that was because I did go to London and France, but that was later. So I guess. And then you saw the underpants. What? And then you saw the underpants. You went to London. You saw. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Um, but I, when I was gosh, 30 in my third young thirties last year, (laughs) yes, I went to, uh, China my stepbrother, who has been my stepbrother since we were very young, okay. so I consider him my brother, but he is my step, but he uh, went to Cornell, and then right after he graduated, we're the same age, he moved to China, and he lived in Shanghai. He is a lawyer for a British firm, 
And he lived in Shanghai. He lived in Hong Kong. He lived in, and now he's in Singapore. But when he was in Hong Kong and when we were both single, um, my dad and my stepmom and I flew out to have do Christmas. And we I was just in to, Hong Kong this fall. Oh, I, isn't it great? You know, it's, well, maybe you didn't like it. I loved I, it. I, I just, again, cause my, my stepbrother speaks, um, Mandarin, so mm-hmm. that helped. Sure, but still, there's such a um, people approaching you thing, people crowding you. Yeah, it's that, a city. Yeah, but I'm just was not used to, or I just was. There was something that was keeping me from really being free and enjoying myself. Like there was that <laughs> what that little tram that goes up the the side of the the giant escalator, the yeah. world's longest escalator. That um, one in Hong well, Kong. Well, you get in like a little tram. Oh, a tram. Yeah, it goes up to a thing. Oh, uh, where the peak? Yes. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can remember I got on first and I was saving a seat for my stepmom. And like, no, you, I mean, I was yelled at. And I, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I'm not supposed to do this. Oh, like I'm panicked. Um, or like we'd go, and then we went to Shanghai from there and we'd go to like a market and the like people just crowd you and just, it's, it's, it was yeah. really, I can't, and uh, approaching and asking me for things and wanting me to buy things. And I have to tell you, it was I didn't really know that about myself until I went there that like I just the people coming up to you element. space you like your space <sighs> and then you see where there's a billion people in one place that's a hard you know we don't want to get to that you know no, that's, I know right then when you think you know we take a lot of space for granted here especially yes. in places like Texas where it's nothing but space yeah. and even here you know when you drive places and you just you know cities are tight and China has the most people Anywhere. So it's just kind of like, yeah, you have to learn to do without personal space. It's yeah. a hard thing. So you never lived in New York or spent any time there? Um, a few months when I was in my 30s to write up for a show. I wrote for a show called Hope and Faith. And I did love it. See, I loved, I loved that. I love the subway. Why? You know why? You know what the difference is? White is people the subway- were on- <laughs> <laughs> No. It's nobody wants to talk to you or interact with you. And well, yeah. I'm there's usually people asking for money. That. There's always people asking for money. Yeah, but you, yeah. I don't know. But for some reason, I felt less intruded upon, like less... And you can understand them as well. Well, yeah, that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Then we went on that trip. We went to uh, Bangkok. Oh, okay. Which was interesting. And I can remember one day, well, it, I, the hotel we stayed at, the Conrad, was attached to a mall. And I'm like, I am, I'm there. I'm A lot loving. of malls in Asia. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm malls. loving, loving. But I remember um, my brother and my stepmom and my dad were like, let's go, or no, not my dad. He wouldn't do it. Uh, go have a massage. Mm-hmm. And I was really nervous because I was like, isn't it when you go to Thailand, like, don't they just automatically, you know, feel you up? Like I was so scared. <laughs> oh, no. And so, and I knew my well, stepmom. Well, first of all, was, not you. Uh, <laughs> well, I just didn't know that, like, I was so worried that they were going to just do it like that's what the deal is <laughs> so we went and i'm the whole time i'm so panicked and nervous i'm like she is getting a little too close to my butt oh and like i i know something is happening and i'm like oh my gosh oh, my stepmom is in the other room i'm sure freaking out because someone's touching her lady area and like i so well, the whole time i was like oh, yeah. please don't please don't please don't don't i just so don't. you left more tense after yes. your massage than but, she but didn't. they didn't do anything no, right no no <laughs> and that massage was like $7. It's right. the best. Yeah. Oh Did you get like the hour-long foot massage for like... Oh. 
No. It's the best. Yeah. I Just sit on the beach. They'll do, do your feet for an hour for $7 or something. Oh, my gosh. It's the greatest. It's the greatest. I did like the food in the food all the places. The food is the best. was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Thailand, maybe my favorite food. Thailand and Italy are the two. Top oh. for me. And, and Eric knew how to order yeah. and stuff. So we would have all the, and you could, but here's the thing. You can't drink wine there. It's too expensive. No, wine. So you Asia's not wine country. No, 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 I would drink beer and that's fine. You can drink beer. Okay. Then yeah, you're yeah, fine. Yeah. No, yeah. meaning like that it was affordable, but it was so funny to see like a glass of like just crap Bevmo wine. Yeah. Yeah. At like, you know, for like $40. Yes. Yeah. I know. Um, so traveling around, if there's one place that you, Always wanted to go and never been. What is it? Oh. Well, my husband wants me to go to Israel with him. Okay. I've been there. Okay. And what are your thoughts on that? I'm a little nervous, but he's like, there's no reason. Like, it's super safe. Yeah. Like, it's it's great. And Tel Aviv is, you know. Tel Aviv's a party city. Yeah. He's it's pretty like, wild. I, I, so he wants to... Um, Go there. I would like to go back to France. I've just been to Paris and around that area. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd love to go to the south of France. That I think would be... Or Spain. Spain I is great. To, I've never been to Spain. What? And I kind of like the music. <laughs> <laughs> have you been to Shambhala? <laughs> uh, you haven't been to Italy either? I have. Okay. I have. I've explored Italy. I love Italy. It's great. Where'd you go in Italy? Um, gosh, where were we? We did Rome. We've done Rome a couple of times. Okay. And Rome and the Florence and then all the... You know, sure. little towns, which are amazing and wonderful. And churches, boy. Yeah, you get churched out Jesus, in Italy yeah. or in all of Europe. After a while, you're just like, yeah. okay, oh, you must see our gothic church. No, I've, I, I know. Exactly. Uh, or what's that one um, art gallery in Florence that it's all Jesus and Mary? It's all oh, Jesus Is that the one Mary. where the David is? No, it's the other one. Okay, I can't remember now. Oh, no, I know. I can't either. You get churched out, though. Every town has a church and a square and the same five old men sitting on the bench right Mm -hmm. there and just like, yep, I've seen this before. It's nice, but yeah, I don't need to go in. Yeah, we love Rome, though. Rome... Rome's great. Is awesome. I, I just, I, we love all the ancient stuff. We love the food. Uh, it's funny. I, my favorite dish that I've ever eaten. Ooh, is that a, a, I was asked a food question. So th- oh, here we go. It's, uh, it was at, um, Quincy a Gabrielli is a restaurant there Okay, in Rome, in Rome near the Pantheon. Yeah. And what they have, it's a dish that has lobster and tomatoes. It's pretty much, you bring you like a plate, and it's got lobster and tomatoes. And it is heavenly. And there's some kind of sauce. So when we went back, like we didn't realize that within a few years we were going to get to go back to Rome. And um, we went to this place. Well, they've made it a dish. Like I had have, I have been like, Gary, oh my gosh, I can't wait to have this lobster. And t- like all I've been talking about was this. Okay. So they made it a dish that... It's for that is for sharing. In other words, okay. they weren't into it. And and I go, oh my gosh, it's on the. And Gary's like, well, here, I don't know what I want. And I'm like, no, yeah. what are you talking about? I can you tell you what we're thing. having. <laughs> we but just they, flew five thousand miles yeah. to uh, have this. And he was like, no, let's see what I want. I'm like, Gary. <laughs> and but they made me a single whatever, uh, and it was, it was the same. Delightful. And I don't know if you have experienced this. Um, my husband's wonderful and I love him, but we've gotten into a, a terrible fight. If like when you're traveling and you get into a fight with the person that you're tra- like, there's traveling nothing is the, worse. It's lonely. The biggest test it's terrible. Of any relationship. <laughs> the yes. biggest test, which is one of the reasons I travel alone so much. Yeah. It's like I learned after a while, a, that if you wait for someone to go with, 
you'll never go. You know, I just sure. realize it's like, I'm just going to go because yeah. I want to go. Yeah. But uh, also, being with someone you're not getting along, getting along with or being alone, I'll take being alone over yeah. arguing over everything because it's so... And oh, it's just, it's stressful. And it's people's stressful. patience gets frayed and, you know. Yeah. What was the worst fight you had over oh, something? Gosh. What was it over? I really, I don't know. With Gary and I, it'll start with something very well, small. Well, is, is one person a, like, a planner and the other person are, like, kind of like, uh, let's just go free flow. Or some, because some people are like, we have to, do, uh, from one to two, we're doing this. And from two, or you're just like, let's just go and see what happens, man. God, that's a good question because I think we're both like that. So I think this argument was over something dumb, <laughs> and we usually travel. Well, well they usually start off something and, dumb, but it's it's deeper. You know, it's not always about the thing; it's about right. the other thing. And then, gosh, trying to get a restaurant, and then like like trying to figure out the things. We did have a wonderful trip to Paris. I'd only I hadn't seen Paris my whole life, and then we went a couple years ago, and. Um, it's funny because my husband, I don't know if, we, if, if you were with me when I was talking about this, but Gary is a pro at the hotel upgrade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. you, he yeah, is, you I'm that. like, you have to write a book about this. Like, this is your superpower. And he'll have me like, I, I have to go sit down on a bat. Like, he won't have me up there with him. Right, you'll ruin it somehow. I, there's somehow like, or, or. I get stressed. I don't like to be, I'm solely anti-conflict. And I just. Me too. I need somebody like that. I should travel with Gary. You should. <laughs> but it was so funny in Paris. Um, we, because he's trying to work his whatever. Yeah. And as he walks away, he's like, yeah, you know, I had to buy the upgrade, but that's okay or whatever. And then he, we kind of start to do the math and we're like, oh my God. <laughs> like it was way out of like wh- like what are like we can't do this but we're like all right well let's just go i mean let's just see the room and this and is what course, he negotiated right like okay. he thought that like he but it was we oh, paper. i forgot to but carry the one on the exchange rate just something like right. that but you could literally the eiffel tower was right there like we could just yeah, see it's the most beautiful room ever. so we're like you know what we're just gonna have to you know. <laughs> suck it up and have yeah. the greatest room ever yeah I mean, we did negotiate, like they had to shut the power off for a certain amount of hours, but it went more than that number of hours. So we're like, mom, we should get a free breakfast right. or whatever. <laughs> now your son is six? Was yes. It? And have you taken him on any of these oh, trips? Oh, God, no. Never. <laughs> I mean, he's going to have to be like, it's it's hard enough just like going to, you know, Sacramento with yeah. that kid. How is he on a plane? Uh, he knows that he has me over a barrel. So he will be like, mm, you're going to give me another cookie? I could just throw <laughs> down here. I could just, you know. Gee, where did he learn his negotiating <laughs> skills? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm like, fine. Just take this blood money cookie. Um, uh, or I'll be like, here, have the iPad for hours. And then at a certain point, he's like, man, I'm bored. I want another cookie. Like, what are you going to give me? What was your worst, if you had your worst uh, flight experience? I'll tell you. Oh, good. Here we it's go. funny because it, it involves my son. <laughs> um, I have this dream that like Johnny and I could just pick up and go. Because as a writer, and especially if I'm writing pilots or something, my days are free. And so I just one weekend went to go visit my dear friend Rachel in Austin, Texas. And I'll take Johnny because she has kids. So we go. We spend a wonderful Friday night. Then Johnny gets sick. And Johnny never gets sick. So I kind of don't know how to deal with it. So it's come out of both ends in a major way. And so... um, 
I have to apologize to her, like carpet, bit, the whole. Oh, night. no. Yeah, bad. How old is he here? He's six. Oh, and no, at the time. This it, is he happening. was six. It so was, this is recently. It was a few months ago. Oh, God. Okay. So uh, then he, I thought he was better. Like, I thought, hey, he's better. I take him to the airport. I'm eating barbecue, oh, no. ribs. And of course, oh, you want a bite of these? You want some of this? You want I can some see of- where this is going. Okay. This is, oh, God. So we get on the plane. We and I pat Mark Consuelos is on the plane. I can oh, see sure. him, and like I worked on Hope and Faith in New York, so I'm like, well, should I say hi? Nah, I'm like he doesn't. What, he didn't care. I'm like whatever. We sit down, and Johnny just starts to vomit, oh, and I God. grab the bag to feel the bag. Oh, and I'm like looking around for another bag, and this guy behind me hands the bag, and I'm pushing the thing, waiting for. Uh, they close the doors to the plane. I have like a bag, two bags full of vomit. <laughs> And the one, and, and finally a stewardess comes and I'm like, I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. And so I took him up to the, uh, she gives me a garbage bag to put, um, his clothes in. Cause I had to change of clothes. I'm, I'm not a terrible mother. <laughs> so I take him up to the first class, um, uh, the first class the lavatory. Oh, oh the, right. And, um, I proceeded to accidentally spill both of the vomit bags. In the first class lavatory. So now I'm, the entire plane hates you. Yes. Okay. I am holding up the departure of this plane. Oh. Mark Consuelos is furious. Oh, right. I'm guessing. And he's got so, like eight kids, right? right? He should so, understand more than anyone. In the lavatory, I'm bawling. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And Johnny's like, what? What's wrong, mommy? And just Because uh, kids love to see their parents cry and freak yeah, out. That makes yeah. them calm. So I get out and the... the the captain is there. They thank God they had a maintenance team come oh. in and just do the whole thing. And they so were you like, held up the plane. You I held, held up the, the plane. Oh. And they said, "Do um, do you um, want to so- get on or off the plane?" And I go, "Johnny, are you feeling up to this?" And they go, and the the pilot goes, "No, no, no, mom, you you have to decide." And I'm like, "Um, um, okay." Like, because I thought it would take more time for us to get off, and I really felt he kind of emptied out everything that could have been in there. And so I, as I'm walking, passing Mark Consuelos, he's literally moved his body as far toward the window that he can possibly physically move. Right. And then I sit down very, you know, sheepishly, and um, I, I don't give him anything to eat or drink, even though he's thirsty, poor kid. And he just slept the whole way. Thank oh. God. And, and I, honestly, like I had, like I had a coffee bean gift card with I don't know amount on it, and I wanted so badly to hand it to the guy behind me who was so kind. And afterwards, when I got it, I said, "Sir, thank you so much. I really appreciate." You know, it was one of the most humiliating experiences of my life. And I didn't know what a friend at the time when Gary was talking, because Gary wasn't with me, but he was on the phone with a friend. They're like, yeah, Johnny's sick. And they were like, tell her not to get on the plane. I just didn't, I just didn't know. I thought, oh, he's done. He's done his thing. I'm going to get on this plane. Give him some barbecue. (laughs) Give some barbecue. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Poor baby. (laughs) (laughs) God. He'll fly again someday. Yeah, He'll someday. Fly. So this, this Not is like, on my dime. This is just Austin to L.A., so yes. it's like a two-and-a-half-hour flight. Correct, something. correct. Oh, man. Just hate. Hate. Boring. Did, eyes boring into me. Did the plane smell? Did it? No. Oh, I have okay. to, well, I mean, I don't know because, you know. Yeah, you're immune to it at this I'm point. I'm immune to it. I have a bag with his vomit clothes in it. His vomit clothes? And 
Or did I just throw that away? I don't remember. But but yeah, I mean, it was all cleaned up. Maintenance came in. In fact, I was sitting there trying it, and they were like, oh. no, we have people coming in for that. Oh. Yeah. Poor Johnny. I know. I know. He's so <laughs> yummy, too. He's like so precious and sweet, except when, you know, when he's not. Right. I mean, but do you think, as a parent, and I'm not a parent, but... Because travel such a big part of my life, I would yeah. try to get the. I never left the country till I was twenty one. Yeah, know, stuff right. Like that. But I, I wonder how my views would have changed having been overseas before that. You know, as a kid or something like that. Right. And do you think about that when, uh, as a know, mom? I do, because also you want the more you do something, the more someone will be at ease with it, and so yeah. you want him to be able to just like be chill on a plane. Um, and yes, while I want to expose him to other cultures, the expense is tremendous. And if he's going to be a dick, I'm not going to take him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like I you're going to throw wait. up on everything. Why? Why would I bother? Right? Like I had to wait until whatever. I was in my 30s. Yeah. I didn't even see New York City until it was in my late 20s. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and also Gary and I are the masters of like um, points. Right. So we have points with the credit card. We have points with whatever. Yeah, me too. We buy things only with the points. And so we are able to score business class seats, mm-hmm. not infrequently. I mean, not all the time. But like, I hadn't, I didn't travel business class till I was at least 30 oh, no, something. Either. And this kid, like, I, so I'm kind of like, I also make sure as many, because Gary won't, he just won't do it. Like, so, oh, like, that trip to Austin, I'm like, of course, we're going to fly coach. We're going to, you know, and um, <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Like, he just thinks that, oh, we sit up, you know, near the, Captain, and it's like, no, kiddo, you gotta yeah. learn how to yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Because once you, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't fly. I remember the first time I flew in first class or business or whatever it was. It was like they don't do this anymore. But it was one of my first trips out to L.A. It was like okay. early nineties. Me and another friend, we were coming out, and they don't do this anymore. But they we were going standby on an earlier flight and, from Chicago to L.A., and they gave us the last two seats. <gasps> Which happened to be in first class, and we had coach tickets. Wow! Now they don't do that anymore. No, they do not. And uh, so they said, "Here's your seats, guys." And we were like in our twenties, and we're just like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Yeah. And then you're ruined. You're ruined. Then you're like, "I got to go back there." My next flight with the riffraff and the losers. Yeah. Right. And they're like, "Would you like more free champagne?" Why? Yes. Yes, I would. Hi. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, so you're big on the points thing? I'm- oh, we, we will do what we can. Um, but, uh, like, I just, I just don't want to spoil him. But a funny story. Uh, our friend Steve is a writer. Uh, and he has written some Adam Sandler stuff. And Adam has a story, apparently, that um, when his kids were little, they were flying. And the little girl was like, what are all these people doing on our plane? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And I'm sure, like, of course, you're busy. You want to, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I see the, like, of course, you're going to whatever and what are all these people doing on our plane um so but yeah what uh as the uh what did they used to call you on king of the hill the texas right the texperts texperts we were the texperts okay so now for people visiting texas so yes. people live like say in <gasps> europe and stuff like that okay um give them the rundown if they have like a week where should they go for sure, Austin, San Antonio. Course, Austin, San Antonio. definitely. But Austin's kind of sprawling, and I would give yourself a few days there just to get the vibe of the place. Like, I could spend a whole day in that Whole Foods. I don't know if you... Do you know what... <laughs> which one? It, there is this... Which one? It's like a... It's like the biggest 
in, indoor in thing that no, you've been in Austin. I'm sorry. Oh, in Austin, yeah. That you've ever been in. Did like, it start there's like there? a wine bar. There's a. I think so. That might be the flagship. It's nuts in a wonderful, wonderful way. Right. Like if you like wine and cheese, you can be there all day. Get yourself a five dollar apple, right? And then enjoy yourself. Um, San Antonio is. I love San Antonio. I see. This is this something. Maybe we disagree. I like. Okay, I worked uh, the improv there years ago, years okay. ago, like 20 years ago. But I mean, I know there's the, the Alamo. You see that. Yes. Which, you know, you take that tour, which is interesting. And then there's the Riverwalk thing. Yes, which is right there. And then yeah. after that, I had no idea what San Antonio had to offer. Well, there's like, there's the like Mercado area. Like you could walk there. And I don't know. I, I mean, the, the places I've been there, I've really enjoyed and spent time. And I, the Emily Morgan Hotel is right there by the Alamo and like at night like if you have a one a room that overlooks it it's really kind of eerie you're, it's dark <laughs> and you're like oh my gosh this not that it was the actual Alamo because they've rebuilt it but it's on the on the hallowed ground and right. I don't know I just kind of like the whole um, Mexican vibe there well, give me your uh, Houston thoughts you know I have not spent too much time in Houston. The Great Art Museum. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the people that um, I, I have friends that live there that love it, and that's near San Jacinto. That's another. Um, they say Texas. Jacinto there. Yeah. Not Jacinto, which is yeah, the actual. And that's that's pretty cool too. Like there's a, a book. what is that exactly? Well, there's a monument where uh, after the Alamo, there was um, another battle where like Texas defeated Santa Ana. And it was in that area, and so they built this, and it's near Houston. Okay. And they built this monument, and at the top of this monument, there's like a little bookstore that has really cool, like old, you know, Texas documents and stuff. And when I was on King of the Hill, I went, and they, I mean, I'm assuming, like, I don't know if anyone can go in there, but it was just great to kind of have a little tour. And and I got a a book about, like, documents of Texas history, and I don't think I've ever cracked it. But it's just an interesting, you know... Story of a land grab, really, right. but, <laughs> but um, yeah, I like that. I like that that stuff. But yeah, I mean, I, I like Houston. I, I mean, I, I like it. It's, so now Dallas. I have a friend who yeah. lives in Dallas, and he and his wife took me to um, Fort Worth once because oh. there was some big outdoor festival. I can't remember what it was. Okay, but I just remember some big square. <laughs> and then there was like a festival going on down there. It was okay. like an art festival or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. They have a really lovely downtown in Fort Worth. Okay. When I was there in the late 80s, they kind of rejuvenated the downtown. It's really nice. So let's narrow it down to Dallas-Fort Worth. So people have three I, days in Dallas-Fort Worth. What do we do? Um, we'll go to the stockyards and the whole western, go to a rodeo, go to, um, go to Billy Bob's. What's Billy Bob's? It's the world's largest honky-tonk. Oh, don't look at you me can, like I. You can ride the bull there. Like you haven't ridden the bull there. Well, was this what uh, Urban Cowboy was? That was Gillies. That was Gillies. Okay, that's gone. Um, that just had its 35th anniversary. I just got a Texas. Is that monthly. still open, Gillies? I don't know. I didn't read the article yet. But I Billy think. Bob's kind of the same deal. Billy Bob's, yeah, it's it's yes, yes, same deal. In Dallas or Fort Worth? Fort Worth. Okay. Dallas, did you know? Like I lived there 18 years and I'd never been to the book depository. I, I still it, haven't either. It. Is something. I, I, when I, that seems interesting. Uh, I yeah. Would, I would I, when that. I started dating Gary, I can't remember if we were married at the time, but he's like, we have to go there. I can't believe you haven't ever been there. 
and it is very nice. Like it's, it, it you know, it's a museum of sorts, and they yeah. have all the. But it can't be too nice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, but just like meaning, meaning it's very reverent, right, right? Right. But it's very. Um, it's well done. Very well done. Okay. And where the the actual corner where the window is, they have it blocked off with a bunch of boxes, like to kind of show you like that. The area. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Can you see from where he's allegedly shot from? Well, because they kind of have this area, you can't really see it. I guess you can kind of see through the boxes. So, yeah, I guess you so can. So, people tell me it's just like there's, you had to be, it's the shot of a lifetime. Like from that angle, it's a tough yeah, shot. I don't know. I, I thought I saw something recently that was like, well, here's what explains the this. And right. there's not really. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald went to my high school in Fort Worth, Texas. No, John Denver, Lee Harvey Oswald, <laughs> Christy Stratton. High, yep, yep. <laughs> Arlington Heights High School and Betty Buckley. Really? Yes. Oh well, there I you know, go. Right. It's a big school then. It Around was. for a long time. It was. Yes, it was. It's funny because we had this huge um, lawn that, as the freeway got bigger and bigger it just kept encroaching yeah. on the school and now like the freeway's right there well here's it's very an int- interesting okay so you should see that you should see that where where do people have to eat what should they absolutely eat in dallas fort worth um mexican food well yeah tex-mex i like tex-mex i'm not into the beans and rice but i love like fajitas with you know shrimp and a nice flour tortilla what are the main differences between tex-mex and like california mexican food if there is much. You know, I... Beans. <laughs> what do you mean? Refried beans? Yeah, like there's something like beans. Um, I, I don't really know technically what it right. is, but it's like there's a fresher kind of like fresh um, tomatoes and guacamole. There's, to me, it has that kind of a bent, like shrimp, and like stuff like that that's a little bit not really Mexican food. Yeah. So when you go back home, what's the first thing you want to eat in Fort Worth? Oh, you're that's like, a good question. You're on the flight back. You're like, um, I'm going to go. I, well, Chick-fil-A. Oh, I don't I get know. Chick-fil-A. Oh, and you When know. they made the one here and it opened up and every Southerner was just like, oh, they're opening up a Chick-fil-A. I can't believe it. That I handed us a chicken sandwich and it's just like, it's, what am I missing here? I don't, I, okay. Um, I think it just brings back kind of your youth. Maybe that's the. Maybe. I like Uncle Julio's in Fort Worth. Uncle Julio's. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, what else do I eat? Um, is there like a soda you can't get or a, a no. drink, a beer, a candy? No. The Tex-Mex is, I right. would say that. I would say that. That would be my answer. Okay. And Chick-fil-A. Uncle Julio's. Uncle Julio's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I would say the San Antonio area, Austin area, Dallas-Fort Worth. And West Texas, just forget it. Write forget it off. It. Just forget it. <laughs> no, I'm sure really? there are. You want to really push Waco know. on us? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's some nice little towns, you know. There's some mm. nice little places. Did you do ever do the crazy uh, Padre Island spring break? Oh thing? my gosh, yes, you did. Yes, because growing up, you know, where I went to school, way up by Chicago and Illinois, you either went to Florida or you drove to Padre Island. But I never went to Padre. Oh boy, well, what was great about I've been Padre, to Galveston, but not okay, Padre. okay. Well, what was great about Padre is that. You could drive 20 minutes and be in Mexico, and you could have a cerveza that's the size of your head, and, and nobody will card you. That's right. You went for underage drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell me the difference between like, growing up and having Mexico so close. Like, for Fort Worth, how long would it take oh, to get Oh, boy. There? A long Fort Worth's time. a haul. 
Yeah, it was a really ridiculous... Houston, it's easy, but Fort Worth's a haul. Yeah, I can remember us getting in my friend's, Brett Wilkinson's car, and like we were like, let's get an early start. And so we crack a dawn, we drove, and we're like, we're still too early to get into our hotel room. What are we doing? We're idiots. (laughs) And I can remember my mother, for some reason, I was a junior, and she was like, you don't have to go with your girlfriends and their mother. You can just go with all these guys. So I booked the room. I mean, they were all friends. In high school? Yeah. I booked the Your room. Your mother said I, this. My, I didn't have to go with the chaperoned group. Wow. I know, and they were not very. My mother was not super permissive either, so I don't know what why. About your dad. But I didn't or get into any trouble. Well. I was really, I was kind of the mom. They called me mom. I took care of them, <laughs> and there were like twelve guys like sleeping on the floor and whatever. In Mexico. In Padre. Okay. But getting to Mexico, um, I think back then, and up until, I think, 9-11, you didn't need a passport or anything. You threw a dime into a thing. You didn't even have to stop your car. (laughs) You threw a dime in to a thing. How long did it take to get back, though? There there must have been a little more strict coming back. No, I think you threw another dime. It was no... Yeah, it was (laughs) honestly... And I'll tell you, though, very shortly thereafter, and I was there in whatever, 87 or 86 or something like that, very shortly thereafter, in Matamoros, which is the town that we were in, there were like some murders, and it was I don't know I don't know why you would know it that, but I just remember it was very gruesome and weird, and I'm like, oh, I'm glad I got in before the crazy murders. <laughs> 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 and I was at University of Florida when uh, there was a serial killer there in Gainesville. Yes, Danny Harold Rowling was there. How many people were killed? I think six. Wow, yeah, brunette women. He would target. Oh, it's just a terrible story. Oh, yeah, oh it was a really, really awful. And, oh. and yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, we can wrap this up. If <laughs> you bring up, it on murder. On that note. Um, where do you, what do you think, like, the travel you've done? Yes. How has it shaped you as, you say, a person? And maybe as a writer or how you look at the world or anything like that? Uh, well, I, I really think there is something to view and see extreme poverty, like what that looks like. Yeah, right. we think we know what it's like in this think, country. But, but we don't. No, like we don't. downtown LA, that's, you know, that's it's the sad. Pass. Yeah, it's but sad. It's... Um, but I, I do think that, and also learning to be respectful in other, of other people's, um, you know, areas and things and, 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 but stay out of yours. We know that. Well, no, no, no. I just mean don't don't approach and touch me. Like don't okay, approach I and I touch me. I'm, you know. Um, <laughs> but um, yes, and to, to just uh, I, I eat things that you would never eat. We went and had um, in when we were in Shanghai, Shanghainese food. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had not Chinese food? Shanghai specifically. I haven't been to Ch- uh, Shanghai yet. Okay. I haven't it, been to mainland China. I've been to Hong Kong and Taiwan. That's it's it. not very delicious, but I'm glad <laughs> I tried it. And I'm like, oh, this is you know interesting and and this setting and this and the was it like meat you didn't understand or was it like some crazy oh, all kinds of just yeah, just okay. yeah. You have and, a pretty good stomach though. I know your son doesn't, but do yeah, you have? I think I do. Okay, that's good. I think I do. <laughs> of all of uh, yeah, of all so, the things to complain about right, myself, that right. is not one. But it opens up, you know, people need to see a world outside of what they know. Yes. And to have, as a writer, to have references and things that, um, that to incorporate that make you a little bit, you know, fuller as a, as a, a writer, just even if in the smallest of ways. 
you know, to incorporate that into, into writing, I, I appreciate. Right. Well, even if it's fear, even if it's abject <laughs> fear of being in the tram and the woman yelling at me that I couldn't save a seat for my stepmom, like even that, you know, but with time, you know, as, as someone who writes comedy, you know, that becomes funny after you yeah. can, you can turn that into humor. Yes. And to know, to me, this is another thing about travel is to feel that feeling of you are in the middle of nowhere. You are, we stayed at a villa, a friend of, or a producer friend of Gary's had this villa that we stayed in when we were in Italy in the middle of nowhere. I mean, literally we could have all died in that house and we <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have been found for, well, we would have been found by with them. big smiles in your yeah. face. <laughs> But it was like, wow, I just, I, I, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I can't talk to these people. And there's something to kind of know what that loneliness feels it's humbling. like. A yeah. travel humbles us and know that we're just a very tiny part of yes. the world. And there's a, everybody around that village couldn't care less couldn't if you sold care. a TV show or no. nothing. Nothing. They don't they care. They don't care. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's, it's, no, they're not impressed. You need to be humbled. <laughs> yeah. we all, I think we all do after yeah. a while and just going, oh, it doesn't, the uh, eh, world doesn't revolve around me. Yeah. And these things. A billion are, Chinese could care less that I get that Snickers commercial. Right. <laughs> and that these things that existed for so many more years than I can even yeah. put in my head. Long before America existed, long before anything else, and then uh, long after we're gone, right. things will be there. Yeah, know. these structures or these, you know, things, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we don't matter. That's right. basically what we're saying. <laughs> that is distilling so, it to its essence. Yes, sometimes yes. you just need to be reminded, oh, right, I don't matter. Yeah, but, yeah. but that's, I, I, don't, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. No, no, not no at all. Yeah. And so it gives you, you know, just find your place and yeah. do the best you do can. Do the best you can and be kind. That's right. And clean up your kid's vomit when he... Oh, <laughs> yes, do it. Oh, my gosh. Cry, me crying. Johnny, like, what's wrong, Mommy? Mark Consuelos is judging me. <laughs> Consuelos! <laughs> Uh, okay, you know, tell people where they can see Everybody's Crazy But Us. Um, on YouTube or on the Funny or Die website. Okay, you want to plug anything else? Rock Salad, um, the podcast, of yes. course. Yes, oh, that's always fun that's to always listen fun. to if you like music and people <laughs> who talk to About each music? other. About music? Yes. Um, I'm on Twitter at Christy S. Mann. M-A-N-N. Yeah, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y. Um, yeah, that's... All, I mean, the Facebook, we have an Everyone's Crazy But Us site that you can access the episodes. And and possibly more episodes coming up. Yes, yes, coming up in the coming months. It's it, this, this, the internet is such a frontier for how to monetize creative endeavors. And so it, we're, it's, uh, the deal is done. We're, we're. We're gonna do something, but it's, I don't know when. I don't know how. It's Viacom Velocity will be on. They're gonna launch their channel, which is, doesn't exist yet, and and with branded content. And um, we'll see how that goes. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. Well. With Diedrich Bader. With Diedrich Bader and Janet Barney. Oh, great cast. I know, right? Keegan Michael Key comes in to does a little thing. What a business! I know. What a right? crazy business we're in. It's super crazy. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for doing oh, this. Oh, my gosh, this I is I know so you're fun. super you know, busy. Well, uh, thank you, and I just adore you, and I'm Aww. happy to do this. Chrissy Stratton, everyone. Thank you. Mwah. <laughs>